0: Damn, son, where'd you find this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of Crowcast. I believe this is going to be episode seven by the time it goes uh, in your email inbox. Uh, We have today with us Kelly Burns, the president of the Marion City School Board, and also my mother for the last 35 years, or so she has told me, and I've conveniently bought that tale. Um, I guess, Kelly... My first question, the readers would probably want, or I guess the listeners in this case would probably want to know: Have I always been like this?
1: Yes, you've always been the person that sucks the energy out of a room. Oh,
0: thank you. I guess that's good. And but you bad. slept
1: well as a baby.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, sleep has never been a problem for me. No, this it has not. Been a problem for me. Um, but we're not here to rehash the trauma of the childhood that I put through Although it will be mentioned, I'm sure. Um, The original rooster that not many listeners probably know about. Um, but we're here today to talk about your role with the public school board and it's changing landscape, I guess you could say now that Republicans have realized they can turn the freaks out with, um, what are their issues? I guess, what are their grievances at this point?
1: (laughs) Well, there are many, um, Critical race theory, they think they te- that we teach that
0: yeah. in, in K-12.
1: We don't. Um, they, they are increasing the money that goes to charter schools significantly. Um, they are um, coming after DEI work. That a what's, lot of DEI diversity, equity, and inclusion work. Um, yeah. uh, actually, Marion City was one of the very first um, school districts uh, to come out and create a policy and a resolution uh, for DEI work because we feel it's that important. So they're coming after that, um, they're coming after anything that they determine is divisive or inherently racist. So that will mean they're going to look through textbooks, just like Florida. Um, So that's, um, they're going to do that. They want to prohibit uh, training or professional development to employees that promotes or endorses divisive or inherently racist uh, concepts. Um, So they're going to be looking at all of this. And so this is not only um, state legislators, but um, it will trickle over to Ohio Department of Education. Um, They just hired a new chancellor. Um, Dakin, I think is his last name. Um, He was the superintendent at Reynoldsburg and um, he was one of three white guys that were up for the position. He actually was on the board for ODE and then decided during the process
0: he was leading the charge. Well, he was like right. leading the search. Right. He
1: was leading the search for this, and ended, then
0: decided Dick Cheney himself into the position by saying, correct. "Actually, the first pers- we've interviewed yes. all these people, and the best I, I think is it's me.
1: me." Right. And so then they gave it to him. So, but he was one of three white guys. Um, they all looked very, very similar, like with beard. I mean, it's like very freaky.
0: Yeah. So Us white guys. We do all of this
1: yes city. that you do. I can't tell the difference <laughs> um between you and your brother. I mean. so very hard to decide who it is so that's that's one thing they're doing they're um they've got a bill with that
0: Jean schmidt of miami Uh, Jean schmidt we've profiled her on our series uh, um, who's this legislative dipshit
1: right so she wants to prohibit k3 students from being provided any curriculum or instructional materials on sexual orientation or gender identity um 412 students from being provided any curriculum or instructional materials on sexual orientation or gender
0: identity. And any like le- like left unsaid is they mean like gay orientation right? And this and is, anything other than like non-hetero. This is, this is, like, this non-hetero is, this is like you're just say
1: don't say gay bill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I mean are they going to are like are they going to, you know, cuz I am sure they're going to be allowed to let their kids be called, you know, misses whoever. Mm-hmm. Or like miss, you know, that's inherently gendered like
1: right. right. Um, then House bill 327 uh, two Republicans there introduced this um, prohibiting school districts and state agencies from uh, among others from teaching advocating or promoting divisive concepts um, so uh, promotion of one's personal political or so they will they will they will actually enable boards to fire teachers from like, advocating a position, you know, so like in your where it's really going to impact I think a lot of uh, folks are those classes in social studies. So you 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 know, unless you're you know talking about a very conservative agenda, they probably will leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> but if anybody, and most social studies teachers I would guess are probably liberal democrats. So um and as a former social studies teacher, I'd be very concerned about, you know, how, how do you talk about anything going on in the, in the United States? And, um, and if it doesn't agree with their concept, then you're going to get fired.
0: And it's – to me, it's just the, the latest – I see the, the QAnon freeze and stuff that have shown up to these meetings. It's just mm-hmm. like the termites – that the archer route be used to get, like, riled up to mm-hmm. send them in to the house mm-hmm. that is public education in this state. Right. And, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. I say it for a long time. Yeah. You, you have this wacky belief that every public, edu- you know, every public school student in this country deserves the best education they can be.
1: Yeah, crazy me.
0: Uh, um, where did that, like, where did that come from?
1: What that desire yeah. to do
0: that, yeah, why? Well, like, what, well, so, like, because you're not getting paid bricks of gold to do
1: this $125 a meeting, and I've actually, because of everything that's been going on on our school board, I've declined my salary um, because I don't feel like we're accomplishing anything.
0: So, and, productive.
1: We're so, not being productive.
0: And you, you guys recently, uh, there's there's two... Yeah,
1: we got two, two, two
0: board members. There's two Trumpers on there mm-hmm. now. Right. And then I don't can...
1: think they're Trump... Well, one is probably, and the other is just a disruptor.
0: Okay. So they're... It's a, are they, they're but they're going to keep coming. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: So, I mean, the reason I go, went into it is <laughs> when you were a little kid, I went to your school... And I thought, well, I want to get involved. I have a degree in education, but I wasn't ready to go back and work. So I decided this is not the place for me. So where could I go? Where could I be impactful? And so I ran for the school board. And, um, you know, I guess the biggest challenge we had when I was on the board the first time was the development of our new schools and working with what was called the Ohio School Facilities Commission because we got a large portion of it paid for by the state because our district is so poor. So um, <clears throat> Anyway, we we led a bond campaign that was successful, and that's how we got a new high school, three new elementaries. We renovated the former high school into a middle school, and so we've done. And two other schools were renovated as well. So we got all of that done um, during my last term. So then, <clears throat> just various things happened in like 2019. I thought. Well, you know let's jump into this again and um, I won and um, uh, and as soon as I got sworn in was January 2020 and in two months we were locked down and that brought a bunch of challenges um, your favorite former principal who was on the school board at the time. Coach and Mack. Yeah. And he had difficulty with Zoom meetings. And I remember our, one of our very first, we actually just watched his wife's clock on the nightstand because <laughs> he couldn't figure out his clock. So, you know, um, so it brought, it brought those kinds of challenges with technology because some people weren't as familiar with it as others. So, um Once we went back to in-person meetings, um, which took a while to get there, Um, for the most part, it was pretty quiet, but then the anti-maskers came after us pretty hard. And these were mostly people that didn't live in the district, had no kids in the district, were just pissed off because we were requiring students to wear masks. So that lasted, you know, a summer or two, <laughs> and uh, and now it's um, now it's um, behavior issues in our in our buildings.
0: So. And you guys, you guys are back full time.
1: Yes, um, we we had to close one of our schools uh, for a day. I think that was in January um, because we didn't have uh, enough. Teachers. I think uh, they were, yeah, so we had that. Um, we had to close down one day because we didn't have enough bus drivers. We
0: is, just... is Marion seeing the, like, because in Columbus right now, the teachers union is talking, they might go on a strike. Yeah. And, um, like, one of, you know, they're not going to be able to hire the scabs needed to replace them because teachers are just resigning right, in such right. great numbers. Is that like...
1: So we do not have a strike policy. That was negotiated away by the union and the district
0: several years ago. Well, I'm, I'm more asking... So, um, so yeah, we're going to have a turnover of teachers. Yeah, like it's, what's, the, what's the turnover looking like there?
1: We don't know yet. Uh, they have until, I think, the 1st of, of July. Um, so we've seen... Uh, I think there's been about 10 or 15 resignations on this next agenda on Monday to accept. Um, uh, As big a concern to that is we're losing principals, um, mostly because of the climate the board is creating right now.
0: Okay. Um, So where do you, like, do you, I guess what's the tidal wave Like, looking like. Is it something, like, is this something that, like, is going to be an ongoing threat with these QAnon freaks? Is this something they've committed to? Or is this something that they're going to, like, get bored to and find their new way to politicize it?
1: Right now, the anti-maskers don't have an issue.
0: Yeah.
1: So... What we're seeing in our district is teachers feel burned out. They feel like they've been not supported. Um, And so you're seeing teachers either resign or retire. Um, Because of what's going on with the two new board members on our team, Um, administrators are really under the gun. And so um, when... They were sworn in in January. One of the first things they did was go into a building unannounced and tell the super, tell the assistant superintendent, or excuse me, the assistant principal, that they weren't really needed and maybe we'd move them to uh, the middle school for next year. And uh, <laughs> um, so that's a big challenge. Um, the the fact that they won't work or talk to our superintendent. Um, so he-
0: a minority. Yes. now they right. can still cause havoc.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. They've requested numerous documents um, um, just in the last two weeks. They want to see all the key card swipes going into all the buildings um, since January. They want to see uh, key card swipes in our district service center, our administration building um and i think that's over 2 or 3 years which we don't swipe in
0: what you know. what's, what's the point in that or it's so, just something to busy people so you're not doing anything So this is this is things.
1: this goes back to um what do board members do and specifically in our ethics policy um we are told not to micromanage so what happened with This is uh, when our superintendent was hired about four or five years ago, the first order of business for him was to fire our um, MEA president's husband who worked for us in tech, IT. He was snooping through emails um, for the superintendent, a teacher, a couple of our students, Um, and so he was fired. And the attorney who defended him Is one of our new board members. Ah. So now, uh, between him and the other new guy, um, they are doing everything except talking about our children. So, therefore, you're, you're looking at Amazon bills to see what we're spending with Amazon. And big news, we're buying tampons and Kotex for our girls so we can hand those out free of charge. Um, Payne's Pizza you know, why are we spending money on Paints Pizza? A lot of this is we're giving students uh, rewards for attendance or behavior. Um, pizza, that's, right. why that's why I'm
0: literate. You, right. you and the right. Pizza Hut Rewards right. Program. The reading, pizza, uh, the reading we have program. bribed our students with pizza for a very for a long, long time, time in this country. That's right.
1: And uh, So that was, yeah, the key card access, it's just what are they looking for? Um, hard to really know. Um, but it's um, costing the district hundreds of hours. Well, I, th- I think there's And thousands of dollars. I
0: think it's their, you know. It's, it's revenge. It's, and it's, it's revenge, and it's just a way to accomplish the ultimate goal. I mean, the mm-hmm. Republican, is such a hell of a position. Mm-hmm. You know, like, problem is the government. You know, but the problem is the government. Mm-hmm. that you get into the job, the government, and you can just tear it down, right. and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, like right. you've seen with the Postal Union and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And, well, and the the other guy, guy that God came that makes on, me so mad. <laughs> the other
1: the other guy that came on is a former disgruntled employee. Taught social studies at the high school, has always you know knocked us. And so yeah, so um, you know when I was on the board, uh, God, it was the late 90s, early 2000s. I went to a high school board conference, and one of the workshops was, and when do we talk about the kids? And at this last um, board leadership institute that I did last weekend, it was kind of the same thing. You know, we are getting so down into the nitty gritty of, of, you know, I gotchas that, you know, really, when do we talk about the kids? And, you know, at our March board meeting, we were supposed to approve a new reading curriculum for our district and it, it, it was like well my daughter is in the fourth grade class and her teacher doesn't like this new curriculum and we would rather do a different one so we had we had taken a vote we'd had the teachers you know pilot this for two years and it was you know clear that they wanted a program called ckla and um those two voted it down. And at the time, our board president, our former board president had resigned. So that left me and um, Mr. McKinnis and the other two that were voting no. And so we brought it to the board uh, agenda in April to vote on it again, and mind you, we were still down a board member at that time. Um, and this time, the former social studies teacher decided he probably should listen to teachers because that's kind of what he re- wrote. You know, he he ran on that, mm-hmm. and so he finally voted yes. But you know, in the hopes that you know, in a year from now, that the other guy isn't right and that this has been a whole big mess.
0: So, are, are you gonna, are you gonna continue to stay on?
1: I will never let them push me off. <laughs> So, uh, we did. I, I,
0: hope, I, have, we I to, hope those at home are, I, I hope they're understanding, you know, where I get it from.
1: <laughs> so, we had to get a new board member, right? Yeah. So, that was.
0: And it was, so it was deadlock. It was two, two. <laughs> it was two,
1: two. We couldn't even, we had five applicants and um, one of the applicants is a retired teacher, 35 years Tara Dyer is her name, very well known
0: throughout If you know Mary Mar- you know Tara Dyer. Yeah.
1: And um, she they made a comment in public session, so I can say it out loud that she was actually almost too prepared to do this job because they wanted another guy that they thought they could control. Yeah. And um, so we just decided to let the judge uh, decide. So it went to Judge Fergali. And I'm sure he was confused by why he was having to decide who the next board member was going to be. But he um, selected Tara. And then did her swearing in in his courtroom. And she had about, I think there were about 40 or 50 people.
0: That's awesome.
1: um, Very diverse backgrounds, all cheering and, you know. While she got sworn in, it was all, her all her family was there. Um, what
0: What would that have looked like had they gotten their stooge on the board? Then you're looking at a three-two scenario.
1: Like, like big walnut.
0: It, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on with so, big walnut? So
1: big walnut got three new board members um, last fall, and um, they are all. Um, they actually passed the policy that any board member can bring a resolution to the board meeting and then we'll vote on it. (laughs) So um, one of the things Ohio Department of Education has wanted all districts to do, And it's more than a suggestion, it's like a requirement, is to um, vote on a um, social-emotional learning screener so we can kind of get a feel for where kids are. And um, so their resolution at Big Walnut was to not have a screener. (laughs) So so they lost on that. they? I mean, they're, who knows what ODE will do with them on that one. But, yeah, they've got... Um, in fact, they're also looking for a superintendent. And so all of this ties in together, you know, yeah. because the word is getting out where these crazy districts are. You know, Marion City's now a crazy district. Um, big Walnut. Um, and so when you're like, so looking serious, for a superintendent... So, so
0: the serious professionals are, you know...
1: Oh, they're like, whoa, I'm not going there. <laughs> and... Um, you know, even when you're looking for a principal, your former elementary, you know, which, in the eyes of many, not me, uh, looked at that elementary as like the gold standard of the, standard of the district.
0: Yeah, well, I graduated from it, so it couldn't have been that yeah. good. <laughs>
1: right, right. <laughs> so, so they had We we're, were looking for a principal, and we had three applicants. So, you know, because of different dynamics in their building. Um, So now we're we're going to have to hire... um, I think we still have to hire two more principals and two or three assistants. Our assistant superintendent left, and I don't blame her. I mean, that first board meeting in January, they just trashed her. And uh, so she she left um so she's going to be doing and she's not in education anymore um she's a consultant with that uh, the R factor is that what it's called lost <coughs> on me oh tim kite
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. A, yeah i know okay.
1: so but it's a big thing um So when you're talking culture change and motivation, I mean, that's a go-to for a lot of districts right now.
0: And all this is happening. I was just talking about earlier. When we talk about the kids. Yeah. um, All this is happening with the backdrop of... I mean, the pandemic year had to have been disastrous. Right, right. So right? You've got and it. I mean, and Marion's not known for, we call it the City of Kings, but it's not known for its wealth. No,
1: nope.
0: nope. And I'm sure, and it's, you know, it's not the rich kids that are nope. falling through the cracks. No, no, never will like, be. what?
1: So, I mean, we've, we are, in one respect, <laughs> Marion is lucky that we are so poor because we get a lot of federal grants and state grants. So, you know, this summer, as we did last summer, uh, we have, um, like, the old summer school type of things to kind of get, try to get kids caught up. We saw a huge um, decrease in reading in that third grade area, second grade, second graders, because they have never had a normal school year, ever. You know, maybe kindergarten, you know. Um, First grade, it shut down. Second grade, you know, so um, you don't see the um, kids learning at the level they need to. So um, next year for our district, we will be in that third grade area. We will be uh, looking at a lot of reading support to those kids because we've got to get them reading. Um, and then this summer, with the summer summer camps and various other things that we'll be doing to support our kids, get them resources. Parents need they parents need childcare. You know there are not enough places for childcare for our kids, so they're I home know alone. ones that
0: do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll cost we, money.
1: right, and we know, we know students lose that growth that they've had over the summer. So, you know, so we want to keep that going, so that we don't see those decreases in learning when they come in the door, in the next grade level.
0: Uh. So you're not only having that, and then you're having behavioral issues now, too? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's Teachers not... are, are talking about getting kicked, punched, slapped.
0: That's so crazy. And, um, like...
1: Right. And it's not right. Some of it probably could be related to, you know, their method of... Classroom management. When you're you in college,
0: because they got these.
1: what? So in, in, in college, in, when you, okay, so when you're when you're learning to be a teacher, yeah, they don't talk to you about classroom management. How how do you how are you going to manage discipline, for instance? Now, the pandemic has in, has inflamed that quite a bit. Yeah. So we're seeing student behaviors we've never seen before. Um. And so, how do we deal with that? How do we deal with students that are on IEPs? Because you know, yeah. there's regulations for that. And
0: IEPs are
1: oh, individual education plans for yeah. students who are uh, developmentally des- delayed. Um, and then you, we have. I think it's a state policy. It might be a federal. Um, you can't expel kids K through three. Mm. And some of the behaviors we're seeing are those those kids. So how do we make our our classrooms safe? And it's been a challenge. And those kinds of things cost money. You know. Um, so we've we will have de escalation rooms in all of our buildings or at least our elementaries next year. Um, so that his child will be brought to the de-escalation room there will be a, psycholo- a therapist there, a teacher try to get the kid calmed down so that they can return to the classroom within, yeah. within the day so we'll see um, we had to do that at one of our buildings now uh, rather than wait until next year because of the policies or the things that were happening it, Hit the channel six news here, and um, you know, none nobody goes into teaching thinking, Oh, I gotta learn how to defend myself and these children, yes. And some of them were quite large, and some of them, I mean, you know,
0: like I remember, like, because you see it, I, I really think not to sound like a boomer, but I really think it's because everybody's got cameras now, oh, and my like, yeah. kids can like put it online. Because I remember, right. I remember in middle school when uh. <laughs> Dustin. We'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> when Dustin slapped Hong Kong Bichong, like, <laughs> no. he was white man. That wasn't yeah. like a racial epitaph. That he was, was an assistant principal. He was an assistant principal. Understand. And he got, like, he got, and it was like the most insane thing. Right. Like, to this day, I can still remember what happened. I remember it right. seeing, like, right. I can remember the fight that it happened between the two girls that it happened after. Yeah. Um, well you, you see some of, of this stuff that teachers are dealing with right, now. Right, And
1: Well, remember when you were in, I don't know, you were in Jackie Mitchell's class.
0: So that would be third grade. Mrs. Mitchell, fourth grade. Fourth grade, yeah. Shout out to Mrs. Mitchell.
1: Yeah, and, and you got... I got a call from the principal saying, you know, that you'd been choked.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, I forgot. Yeah, I got a <laughs> call. Yeah. It was the first time. Yeah, we don't have... Yeah. Yeah, that did happen. And, and, Thank and, you for being... I so was <laughs> assaulted. Yeah. For <laughs> talking pr- shit. principal. Princ- the principal... I had it coming. I had, in retrospect, I had it coming. Well, the principal calls, calls me... Sorry to Dante's.
1: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I could not remember that kid's name. Anyway, he's... Yeah. the principal calls me and is like, you know, we're going to have write an apology letter to TJ. <laughs> and I was like, he choked my kid. I was mean, <laughs> like... I'm, I'm like, okay. That would be a great thing to hang on our wall. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah. and D-
0: Dantes and I are friends to this day
1: that's good because yeah. he damn near killed you, yeah, well, you yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but those are the kinds of yeah. behaviors we're, we're continuing to see and worse you know um, Marion City would be called um, really a small urban school with the same kinds of problems they see in Columbus and other urban areas so yeah um, makes everything a little more dangerous.
0: I guess that'd be a good way to describe Uh, Marion. You would think it's like rural, but it's like, it's an urban. We're small urban, urban,
1: right. You know, our superintendent's wife, um, she's getting ready to retire. She teaches at a very small district up in (coughs) northern Ohio, Mahoning County. And a kid came into her building last Friday with a gun, middle schooler. It's a K-12 building. Goes into the cafeteria, shoots a shot off into the ceiling, and then killed himself. So, you know, all of these things that are happening is, you know, it, it could... Be the mental health issues of our kids are enormous. They were they were a challenge before the pandemic, oh, and, so and now and now it's horrible because you know when we all shut down, we were thinking we we're doing the right thing, yeah. and we probably were because the death rates were just crazy and people were so so sick in our county. Yeah, we were just getting slammed and you know so you see all of these problems but you know we sent these kids home and their safe place was school yeah. and so we sent them home to sometimes their abuser or maybe they were left home alone you know and we're talking K12 kids we're not just talking high schoolers that yeah. got left alone so you know they were they're fending for themselves God knows what was happening, and so now all of these behaviors that they, you know, and all the trauma that they were inflicted with is now walking back into our buildings. And so um, that's why Social Emotional Learning Screener is going to be very helpful um, to us to hopefully start identifying some of these behaviors. But we have, you know, we have a lot of tools Uh, When we were having problems over at one of our elementaries earlier in the year, uh, it came out that one of the things that teachers are supposed to be doing is entering some data about behaviors into this program called EduClimber, and surprise, surprise, none of them were doing that. So it's hard to react when you don't know what's happening. And so that then people get more frustrated and they yell at us, and you know, because we're not hearing what they're saying. And oh my god, for, for a year now, that's all I've heard. And th- the issue is how do you fix it? And can it be fixed? And how do you keep not only staff safe, but we've got to keep our kids safe too? We, gotta, we can't just, we, so the year before, we had 50 expulsions. This year, we've had 150.
0: Jesus. I can't... I don't don't remember anybody getting expelled. Other than... Uh, (laughs) Suspended. Uh, Suspended. uh, Suspended. uh, Right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. For those that don't know, the (laughs) the original rooster was... A poorly edited blog it was a blog before the word blog even existed i think yeah it was a website the the hyphen rooster.com that mm-hmm. i wrote about basically saying you know my high school sucks. everybody here sucks <laughs> which every other high schooler says but none of them were writing it down it turned into a brouhaha mm-hmm. that led to a cantankerous biology <laughs> professor instructor teacher teacher sending me to uh sending me to the principal's o- assistant principal's office, where I resur- served three days in school suspension, which in Marion means you got you bust. You didn't serve it. I know, but that's what they sentenced me to. Right, right. Which is basically a concrete basement yeah. where you stared at a wall and did yeah. work for eight hours a day.
1: Yeah, I was told to pack your lunch. And I put transferred you, on a bus.
0: you let me transfer, and that's how I knew it was serious. When you were like, "I don't, you can go to Pleasant."
1: <laughs> no, I didn't say or, Pleasant.
0: Marion Catholic. <laughs> River Valley. <laughs> no, no, it was somewhere. Like it was, it was either Marion Catholic or River Valley or Pleasant because it was. I remember thinking, well, she's she's serious. Like (laughs) I would never go to Pleasant, but no,
1: no, no, no. So yeah, so that's yeah, that's what we're dealing with. And then you know, you top it off with a superintendent who's not yet been given a break since day one by. Um, union leadership.
0: Don't don't, um, come, don't start on union. Lead. This is the wrong podcast, <laughs> every I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you want to go down that road, we can. But it sounds to me, I don't understand why. You know, all the situations you yeah. described. I mean, the foot soldiers, like right. the right. poor children, the right. foot soldiers right. always take the brunt of it. So they
1: do absolutely. You no, know, bringing that it's, anti-teacher propaganda in it's, here. It's not anti-teacher. It's it's um, you know. When you when you focus on one thing and one that one thing is to get your superintendent fired,
0: how's may, that right? May, well, maybe you should be a better superintendent, more <laughs> responsive, more responsible to the members. I'm, that I'm earn sure I salary. can hear
1: the cheering of what you're
0: saying, <laughs> <I mean. laughs>
1: but no, I mean we have a good superintendent, and they're going to be hard to find. You know, somebody with 17 years of experience. Um, who's brought a ton of new programs into Marion City. Um, We have all these pathways. Uh, We're gonna start micro farming next year with OSU Marion. Uh, We've got modern, or what is it? Industrial manufacturing, um, uh, we've got uh, marketing, logistics, we've got a ton. I think we have nine or ten pathway programs. So if you're in high school and you do one of these pathways, you get credentials. And so you can either take them into a university or you can go into the
0: field of work. Just, Just imagine what you could do if charter schools didn't exist.
1: Oh, don't even get me started. You know, charter schools were just starting like in the early 2000s.
0: Yeah, coincidentally, we've tumbled from number five in education to like about 23rd yeah. last I looked, and we're going down.
1: I always want to say we are Mississippi. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, and there's legislation on that. I mean, so now... Um, you know, they and, – and with charter schools, they don't follow the same rules. No, as they take they, the money. As and they just take the money. I mean, we have – do
0: you, do you feel like – do you think there are good charter schools?
1: Not in our area. I mean, I've heard of a few good ones, but not many in the state of Ohio yeah. or in the I country. feel
0: overall they're just – it seems like they're, they're just fly the by night. They're taking the money. It's They've got even, these kids, like, in survey centers.
1: Well, you're oh, right. We
0: I guess five by night is the wrong way to use about it because, I mean, they're,
1: they're, here. <laughs> they're... here. We have, <laughs> we have one at the former school. Marian Catholic building. Yeah. It's um, K-8 right now, and they're going to add ninth grade. And what we're seeing is, you know, we'll lose students to them, and then they come back, and then we'll lose a different group of students, uh, and they'll come yeah. back. So it's
0: just, like, revolving Meanwhile, door. as long as they're just cashing the check.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, um, they have a board. Um, that are non elected. Uh, when you look at their website, you cannot find minutes. You know, you cannot find anything uh, about how they run their building. It's run by Excel, uh, which is a for profit charter school, but they call themselves Marion Preparatory. Ah, it makes me angry. Oh, it's sickening. It's sickening. Really? And uh, so, yeah. We look at that and just scratch our heads. So we lose about 110 kids there.
0: And how much money is that?
1: Well, I don't know. It's, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Man, Man. Yeah. Um, but they're changing the way that's structured. So next year, in this fiscal year, uh, the state of Ohio, we used to be like the pass-through yeah. to give them money for our kids. And now the state will just fund them directly. Ah. Yeah. So we won't, Uh. which helps us in a way because then our our budget numbers are true, are more true than you know what they were. So, but our our five-year forecast is good. Um, Yeah, we're good for five years.
0: So uh yeah.
1: everything stays the same
0: it's not i'm mean, clump you know but columbus <laughs> right. is booming and with the intel coming right. that'll be a little boost to mary right. i'm sure
1: right a little bit all um, right then, yeah,
0: yeah so well, i know i know you you gotta go i'm uh, gonna go you gotta go to cincinnati to see your other deranged talk son. to me
1: about education anytime
0: um well here at the crow i know you're not a listener
1: Um, I have to figure out
0: podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we—it's always a tradition. You get three royal decrees. Hmm. Like if you're elected king, you get three royal decrees. Like fix America, Mm. and you're—you I guess in your team, you know, you'd be a queen. So, (laughs) you know, giving your three. Well,
1: that that schools would be funded equitably and adequately. For public education. That would be the first thing. Yeah. The teachers that want to teach go into teaching because it's their
0: mission to teach
1: kids. Not because they're getting summers off.
0: Doing other things. Are you going to allow private school? Hmm? Are you going to allow private school?
1: How do you get rid of private schools? You're the queen. I'm the queen. <laughs> if I'm the queen, I'd get rid of all of it. Just We'd just be K-12 public schools, free education for all. And I'd probably extend that all the way to college. Yeah. So, you know, uh, education, I, you know, end of poverty. I mean, poverty is what's causing so much of this to happen to our kids. You know, and that kids would be valued. You know, by their parents, by their teachers, by their communities.
0: Well, you valued me I, I value, value you. and look where I led you. South
1: as <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you rub your hands <laughs> like, <"No, you're> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. well ladies and gentlemen that's uh, the illustrious <laughs> Kelly Burns and again I hope you can see where I get it from and my passion for education and one day hopefully we can abolish private schools and mm-hmm. charter schools okay. together
1: oh charters definitely
0: Hi, everybody that's Procast uh, uh, episode 6 could be 7 depending on how I order up the files <laughs> I've got in my bank I